Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. Hello and welcome back to the Magic Mindset. Today we are going to chat about self-love, specifically what it isn't and where we go wrong with it. I'm not trying to come in hot right out the gate, but I also am who I am. So (laughs) here we go. I want to start with a big, huge disclaimer. Self-love does not mean being head over heels in love with yourself at all times. Self-love is not looking in the mirror and going, holy shit, am I fine every single day. Self-love is not turning around and looking at your ass and going, oh yeah, that's perfect. That is, I wouldn't change a thing. That is perfect. We, me and my ass, we are, we are quite a team. (laughs) That is not self-love. Self-love does not mean being head over heels in love with yourself at all times. To be even more clear, I don't think self-love means being head over heels in love with yourself 10% of the time. Self-love is like any other love you experience. It is going to change. There's always going to be a baseline there, right? Push come to shove. You would do anything for the people you love or most anything, right? When I think about this type of love, I think about my husband and my children. There's very little I wouldn't do for them, right? And that would, that would still be the case if I was pissed off at them. <laughs> if one of them needed something from me, and they left their dishes on the sink that morning, I wouldn't go, yeah, no, nope, you're on your own today. I wouldn't do that. That is self-love. Self-love is that baseline, right? I don't look, sorry, I know John doesn't listen, so I can say that so none of you go rat to him. (laughs) I don't look at John every single day and go, oh my goodness. Well, I do every single day, actually. I'm very lucky in that. But I don't look at him every single moment and go, oh my God, I'm, I'm head over heels in love with him. No, I look at him and I'm like, why? Did he leave that dish on the counter? Or I is he going golfing today? Or what do we have to do at the gym today? Like whatever, you know, there, it's not like it's always this like passion unbridled. No, no, no. But why do we expect that same type of love with ourselves? Why do we expect that our self-love means that it needs to be this like big, huge thing? It's not. Self-love is like any other love we experience. It is there. And most of the time, it's just a quiet knowing. It's a quiet understanding. Okay, this is somebody I love and I love them despite their flaws. I love them even though they're not perfect. I love them and I don't hold them to unattainable standards because that's not love. That's control. You guys, we need to start applying that to ourselves. We need to treat our somebody ourselves like we are somebody we love. That means we need to stop withholding our love from ourselves. Because self-love is not something you earn. It is not something that you achieve when you hit a goal weight or you zip up your skinny jeans. Self-love is not a prize that is handed out to you at the end of any self-improvement journey. It is not something you wait to give yourself until you have achieved every single arbitrary goal on your list and checked off every single society-pleasured box. Self-love is none of that. Self-love is your responsibility to give to yourself. 
And it is something that is available to you right now. Self-love is also not going to be a key that like opens a magical door providing you with the perfect relationship with yourself because self-love like any love is a lot of work. (laughs) The problem is, is we mistake that work for diet-based bullshit. We think that self-love is earned through a diet or through a cleanse or through some sort of achievement. And it's not. It's none of those things. Self-love is earned through trust. We've talked about this before and we will continue to talk about it because it is so important to know. Any relationship, you know, children aside because they're, they're children, but any relationship that is truly a loving relationship is built off a of trust. Knowing that they are somebody that you can trust. They are safe with you. Do you feel that way with yourself? And again, I don't say any of this to cause shame. I don't say any of this from a place of, listen to me, I have it all figured out. I say this from a place of, I know because I've been through it, right? I was not safe with myself for a number of years, more than I would like to admit. I was not safe with myself at all. And Lord knows I had no trust with myself. I was not somebody I could depend on. I had no self-love. All I had was a fuck ton of (laughs) self-destruction. That was that was all I had. So I get it. Like, I, I get it. But we need to remember that. Like, I, at this point in my life, you know, I'm 39 years old. I don't know how old you are right now. But, you know, you're probably somewhere between the age of, I think my listeners are like 20 to 65. So wherever you fall in that beautiful, lovely range, you're too old for this shit. Even you, little young buck at 20, you are too old for this shit. And you mature, lovely, experienced, 60, 65 plus, you know better and you deserve better. You've put yourself through hell. Stop doing it, right? Stop doing it. You owe it to yourself to know that you are somebody you are safe with. And I want you to think about what that would feel like. What would it feel like if you knew that every single day, Regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the situation, regardless of whether or not you were perfect the night before, if you did well on your diet or you didn't, if you got all your laundry done or you didn't, if you did everything on your to-do list or you didn't, regardless of all those things, you were still your safe place. What would your life look like? And more importantly, how would you treat yourself? The answers you receive from those two questions, that is self-love. The first step in really achieving self-love or a deeper sense of self-love is understanding that it is like any relationship. I know I just said that, but I cannot stress it enough that it is not contingent upon certain behaviors, right? But it's also remembering that it is like any relationship and it is kind of contingent on certain behaviors because would you love somebody who treated you like shit? Would you love somebody who constantly abused you, who constantly talked shit to you, who constantly spoke down to you, who treated you like you were not worthy of basic decency and respect? No, you wouldn't love them. But I'm willing to bet you've treated yourself like that at times, right? So you need to set the standard for yourself. How do you treat yourself? How do you talk to yourself? You can't look in the mirror and talk shit to yourself and then also want to work on self-love. Those things are in a disconnect from each other. That doesn't mean, you know, going back to the beginning, that doesn't mean you look in the mirror and you go, oh, look at my cellulite. Oh, lovely. I love you, cellulite. I love you so much. Oh, look at my stretch marks. Lovely. No, I don't do that shit. 
But what I do do now that I am in a place where I have a great relationship with myself is I look in the mirror and I can just be aware. Oh, yep, that's my cellulite. And that's it. We stop there. It is not something that I need to like talk shit to myself about. It is not something I also need to pour over and go, oh, thank you, cellulite. Because I think the body acceptance movement has convinced us a little too far on the other side. And that feels obtainable or not obtainable too, right? Like I am never going to ask somebody to, and I say flaws in quotation because I do not believe any of those things are flaws. Do not get it twisted. That is not, I don't want anybody to walk away being like, oh, Heather said cellulite and stretch marks are flaws. I'm not saying that. They're fucking normal. I'm saying what society deems as flaws. I would never tell you, myself, anybody to look at those society deemed flaws and just embrace them with open arms. No, that's not realistic. That's not going to happen, right? We are always going to have some level of, yeah, no, I don't really love these things. It'd be great if they went away, but also an understanding they're not going to go away. And so we have a choice, right? We can either throw ourselves a pity party about it. We can talk shit to ourselves. We can belittle ourselves, or we can just go, oh yeah, cellulite and keep it moving. That's self-love, right? It is just not giving those thoughts power. It is not playing into those thoughts and allowing ourselves to believe that we are just a culmination of these flaws and nothing else. That is all I'm asking for you to do. And once you're there, from a place of understanding that you're never going to be perfect and that is okay because neither is anybody else and they still receive your love too. That is when you can start work on practical ways to start loving yourself completely, which means becoming safe with yourself and becoming trustworthy, becoming somebody that you can depend on. Last week, we talked about motivation and about achieving goals and how motivation really isn't motivation at all. It's inspiration and you need to take that inspiration and you need to get practical with it. How do you want to feel? How do you want to treat yourself? What are you willing to do knowing that you are capable of doing anything? You just need to make the decision to actually fucking do it, right? Like that is that is that thing. Well, that's self-love too. Self-love is sitting down and getting to know yourself. I think it's wild how we spend so much time wondering about other people. What do they think about us? What do they feel about us? What do they feel about this? Like we ask these people in our lives all these questions. We have so many curiosities about them, but we don't get curious about ourselves. And that's just really shitty. And I think we do that on purpose. I know I on purpose avoided myself because asking myself the hard questions would have meant acknowledging the disconnect between where I really wanted to be and where I was. And I'm not saying that's the case with you, but I am saying it's worth exploring, right? Sit down with yourself, take some time to self-question, ask yourself, what do I want? Because again, if you're in a loving relationship, but you are never giving the other person what they want, Is that reciprocity? Are they going to feel supported by you? No, absolutely not. And the same goes for yourself. If you are constantly needing something that you are not receiving from your people, do you feel good? No. But on the other side of that, and again, I've been guilty of it, we can't expect somebody to give us something that they don't know we need. You guys, it's the same way with ourselves because we haven't asked those questions. 
we have to explicitly understand, okay, this is what I want for myself. Do you know what you want for yourself? Do you know what you want your habits to be? If you were to wake up tomorrow and you're still in your life, you still have your responsibilities, you still have your bills, you still have your goals, you still have all of those things, but you get to show up as the best version of yourself. You get to show up as the person who gets shit done, as a person who is in control of her life, as a person who feels good in her life. Well, what does she do? What do her habits look like? What time does she wake up? What does she eat for breakfast? How does she move throughout her day? How does she speak to other people and how does she speak to herself? Ask yourself those questions. Get time, get weird with it, really. Like really get weird with it. And and I know that might sound silly to a lot of people. Like I talk about this a lot in meetings and I'll ask people and they're like, well, I mean, I don't know. And I'm like, no, no, no. We can't move forward until you're clear on these things. What does your ideal day look like? Because you can't live it if you don't know what that is. And so again, back to self-love, if you don't know how you want to treat yourself, how are you going to treat yourself that way? Take some time and get to know what's important to you. Get to know how you want to show up in your life in a way that would make you proud. And from there, you can really start creating and cultivating a truly amazing relationship with yourself. Start this conversation and dialogue with yourself by asking yourself one really simple but incredibly powerful question. And that is, what would it take for me to become somebody I trust? And just write. Just write. Don't judge. Don't allow guilt to come in. Don't write what you think you should you know, be writing down, I should be doing this. No, no, no. Just write. Something will eventually come up. Something will come and you'll go, okay, that's it. And that's going to start pushing you in the direction of being in a place where you're in a dialogue with yourself. Because again, that's what self-love is. That's what any love is. It is a constant evolving thing, right? Like the person I fell in love with is vastly different than the person I'm married to now all these years later. And God, I mean, John has a, holy shit, am I new. Like we have evolved with each other. If either one of us would have stayed stagnant in who we met 12 years ago, would we be in the place that we are right now? No. And I'm sure it's true for you and your relationships. You have to evolve. So with understanding like what you think your version of self-love is right now, it could change tomorrow. And that's okay. That's cool. It should. Your only goal is to create a safe space and a dialogue with yourself so you can constantly ask, what do I need right now? What do I need? What am I feeling? What am I experiencing? What do I need to feel good? What do I need to change? You know, what do I need to hold myself accountable? Where is my level of discipline? Because self-love is an incredible amount of discipline. How am I caring for myself? How am I setting up my future self for success? That's self-love, right? You know you're somebody you are you can depend on when you do shit to make it easier for your future self. That's self-love. And that's available to you if you're willing to just take some time and get clear on what you want your relationship with yourself to be. And because I know so much of self-love is wrapped up in how we treat our physical beings, take 
some time to really reflect on your habits when it comes to your nutrition and your movement because it is very hard and this is going to piss some people off but it's it's the truth it's very hard to feel in a loving relationship with yourself if you are neglecting your physical being because again if you have children you're going to understand what I'm talking about if you care for anybody do you allow the people you love to treat their physical beings like shit no Absolutely not. You don't. You expect them to do certain things even when they don't want to do them because you know it's for their greater good. Look at those things. It is really hard to love yourself when you're neglecting your vessel, when you're neglecting your body. And again, it's kind of what I do. (laughs) If you need help with that, allow me to help you with it. Give that gift to yourself. Invest in something that will have a return on that investment instead of some other bullshit type weight loss program, which is just going to disconnect you further from your body. That's a whole other podcast subject. And I wrote a book on it. Like literally I wrote a book on it. It's it's dirt cheap. It's under 13 bucks on Amazon. Not another diet book. Check it out. I'm going to wrap this episode up here. Next week, we're going to go back into nutrition-based things. We're going to talk about food and how our thoughts around food really change the way we digest, we deal with that food and change the way our body digests and deals with that food, but like the weight we hold on to. And so if you're interested in feeling better in your physical being and losing some weight, next week's episode will definitely be for you. In the meantime, you know where to find me. Reach out. Love to hear from you. And please, if you have not, take just a couple seconds to rate and review this podcast. I hope you have an incredible day and I will see you back next week. (music) 